0: So, this is Star. This is my first time filming. It's been one of my fantasies to film. Mm-hmm. Right, this Y'all should do that again. Oh, yeah, I want to do that again. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Welcome to Love, Lust, and, and lies. lies. I am your boy, Steph. To my right is my co-host. Sex therapist,
1: Jen. Welcome today, to... today... Well, wait. Can we say welcome to episode nine? You're oh, so excited. Oh, my bad. Excited. Yo, I'm hyped. You are so excited <laughs> I'm hyped. I today. got so
0: many goddamn <laughs> questions.
1: <laughs> welcome to episode nine, season two of Love, Loves, and Live. And we
0: just gonna label this episode <laughs> Kang. You know what I'm saying? We just gonna say <laughs> Kang. Because today, folks, we got a special guest today joining us. Mm-hmm. The good brother, Kang. We what, it's King like, Noir. What, King, I was about mm-hmm. to say King Noir. You know, my man. I I, I can't really speak on what my man does because I mean, why would I say it when he could just say it himself? Go ahead and introduce yourself <laughs> to the people. Period. Period. What's going on, everybody? King Noir,
2: one half of uh, the award-winning Royal Fetish Films, Jet Set and Jasmine LLC, master fetish trainer. Artist, uh, you know, artistic fornicator, Sultan of Stroke, all that, oh, that shit. Oh, my bad. I
0: ain't even mean to interrupt you. The Sultan of <laughs> Stroke? I
2: like that. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I've, I've earned that title. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, but also, uh, father, uh, activist, yes, and, you know, black man trying to make it in America.
0: Yes, sir. Give him a round of applause for the band. Give him a round of applause. Man out here and getting everything done how he's supposed to.
1: It's a whole lot of titles, right? And he does all yeah. of them super well. I might be a little biased because we're friends, but you do all of those areas, like, very well. So I, I appreciate you. that about you.
2: I feel like if I wasn't good at them, you wouldn't be my friend. So, oh, you know, I don't no. think saying friend is... <laughs> is uh, That don't eliminate the shit You know what I mean I I, I think you you strive for excellence So that's why it works
1: No, I accept you for how you are And who you are So whether you were not doing those things Well, I still would be your friend
2: Yes. I appreciate that. I thought that part was she's, about to say, like, I, so I nice. appreciate for who you are
0: and the whole you be. Hey, hey. Well,
1: that too. That, that too. Oh, I know he
0: going to be dropping some gems today, people. Give him give another round of applause, man. He going to be dropping some gems out here. Listen, brother, I'm going to take a step back because you and Jen, you know, y'all have a, a, a good relationship together. And, uh, you know, Y'all worked together. We're going to get into that later. And um, everybody's ears just perked up. Hold on. Jen worked with King Noir? Please do tell. Anyway. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you do your thing.
1: Yeah. So, King, I mean, I've heard the story about how you actually got into this industry. Because I think a lot of people always want to know, like, being a porn star is not something that you just you know, wake up one day and decide you want to do for a living, but like can you tell people a little bit about how you got into it?
2: Yeah, sure. um, I think it was kind of like a a culmination of a bunch of events, kind of all kind of like with anything that you wind up being in in life, you know, like right timing, preparation, and opportunity all converge at once and and for me, uh, I actually. Uh, had got kicked out of my mother's house because I was wilding out, <laughs> and I had a homegirl that was dancing in in actually in Philly at the time, and somebody had a had approached her if uh, she wanted to be in like a porn magazine when them shits was still popping, right. you know, and she was like, "I want to do it, but I don't want no random dick in my face." So she reached out to me because she knew I was like, you know. Just wilding out. <laughs> but me and her, we used to we used to we used to fuck around and she knew that I was into pretty much any and all things. You know what I mean? Right. She's like, I know you like to be watched. I know you need money right now. Come get this money.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So my first my first kind of experience dipping my toe in the water for adult entertainment was, was doing this photo shoot. And in the photo shoot, it wasn't even we weren't even fucking. It. it was all like insinuated. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you're about to eat the pussy you like right here.
3: <laughs> they were smiling
2: for the camera and shit and vice versa and the pay was good and that shit was like i ain't had to stand outside on a block i ain't had to worry yeah. about five oh like all that kind of shit so i was like "Ooh," I, and there's pussy involved i love this work this is <laughs> Makes for me, sense. you know what i'm saying and um <laughs> actually right around the same time because of uh the photographer was actually doing other kinds of porn work i asked them to connect me with some people and right around the same time before they connected me with some people you remember them chat lines that was uh, mm-hmm. Clubhouse before Clubhouse, yeah, right. music party and line bullshit. and all that. You know, I've I've always been a hustler, so like I had met this couple that was on there, and it was this white dude who wanted to pay somebody to fuck his wife. <laughs> so I was like, I could do that, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> right. So like those two things happened at the same time, and right. it was both kind of like, oh shit, I could get paid for doing these things. That also like, yo, real talk, I used to DJ. Back in the day, I used to make everybody uh, like sex tapes, like, mm-hmm. like music, for, for them to fuck to. So and panty a yeah. CDs, yeah. man. Exactly. <laughs> I used to do parties at my crib because, you know, uh, my mom, she she worked all the time. So it used to be like, yo, we would cut school, go to my crib. I, I like to hook people up. And, right, right. You know, had a, a girl. We was all exploring sexuality and shit like that. So it all literally just converged at the right time. And it was just like, oh, this shit is for me right here.
1: So how old were you when you did your first porn role, like your per- first porn movie? I was 18. Wow. So like walk me through how you have a conversation with your mom when you know that like things are starting to, <laughs> starting to get on the cusp of like she might actually find out that I'm doing this. Like how does that conversation go?
2: That conversation really didn't happen because like I said at the time I was, I was in the street. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of bouncing from spot to spot. Staying in motels and and all kinds of shit like that. And when I would visit my mother, it was kind of just like I'm doing great. Nah. You know what I'm saying like couldn't be better. You know what I mean? Like right. you know, my my mother, that's my heart. But yeah. but really, how we wound up having the conversation was because she had a computer. I ain't have a computer, uh. so like I'm on her computer one day, and I'm like trying to reach out for work. And my dumbass, who I didn't grow up like, she got the computer when I left. Right. She's like, oh, he's gone. I can have nice things now. Right. <laughs> so, like, I get there and I don't. I wasn't really, you know, I was probably like, oh, I gotta get this shit done real quick. Right. And I like left something on the computer. So my mother's like, yo, what the fuck is this? Right. Like, right. what are you doing? And I'm like, uh, you know, I, I don't lie to her. So I was yeah. like, you know, there's some this this was some work I was doing or whatever. And you know, my mother actually is a um, mm-hmm. she's a health educator and activist by profession. Like. You know, she helped build the Healthy Heart Program in, in Patterson. She she worked with um, uh, the Asthma Project in Harlem. Like my my mother's always been about that. She she taught a lot of the school nurses in New Jersey how to do uh, sex education classes. So mm-hmm. my mother was on some like, you know, you better make, sure yeah. make sure you safe. You better make sure you tested all That's that, that kind of though. stuff. But she didn't. But she didn't particularly tell me don't do it. You know what I'm saying? She was right. just like, if you do that shit, you better be safe. Mm-hmm. Right. And, That's dope. And that's I was dope. like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. so, that's how that conversation went,
0: honestly. It's yeah. like mom gave you the cosign. Like, look, I ain't going to tell you don't do it. I ain't going to tell you to do it. I'm going to just tell you to make sure you protect yourself. That's what's up.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's dope because I knew that about your mom, and I, I think it's just so supportive. And, and you know, it's like – she knows who her son is too, right? Like she knew to a certain degree, like you are a free spirit. You're going to do what you want. And I love that. <laughs> Whether she wanted you to or not, you're just going to do it. But I just love that. She just kind of like, just gave you the information to just be yourself, you know?
2: So, yeah, I mean, to, to this day, she'd she be cracking jokes. Like, <laughs> you know, she, she know what I do. And, and for her, you know, the main thing that my mother had told me when I was younger, she said it don't no matter what, no matter what you do, you have to do it for your people.
1: Yeah. So yeah.
2: As long as that element is in there, you know, like we do the the talks on decolonizing sex mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, trying to open up within our communities, conversations and, and talking about things like everything from, from mental health to, to physical health and emotional health in regards to sex. You know, I think like that part Mm -hmm. she's like super proud of. You know what I'm saying? She's like, yeah, he'd be fucking too, but whatever. (laughs) He'd be educating people, so it's all right,
0: (laughs) right, right. yeah. Real quick, let me. Yeah. Seem like you and your mom got a dope relationship, right? So, has your mom or like kind of hinted around, (laughs) like just going, like having a deeper conversation about what actually goes on on set? She definitely
2: asks, it's funny, Jasmine and I were talking about this the other day. I mean, you know, my mother's human. You know, a Right, lot of times that's what I'm saying. Like, like, make our parents. <laughs>
0: right, 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 right.
2: Everybody, moms is the Virgin Mary and shit. But, like, you know, my mom's human. So she sometimes asked me, like, it, it, funniest, funniest shit with her was, like, one time I, I was shooting somewhere and the I, it wasn't local. So I had to fly. And they lost all my luggage. Oh I'm talking to my mom's on the phone like yo I might I might need um if somebody's home can, right, you, right. can you contact somebody at the crib to send me some clothes or whatever she's like you don't need clothes for your job <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying she's like it's good you don't need clothes you know what I'm saying so like she mom asked, I still gotta walk
0: around I, I gotta go places <laughs> I gotta go eat and shit you know what I mean like
2: it's funny like you know so 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 asked sometimes like um and also she she's interested in like my mother, she always used to like romance novels and shit okay. like that. So she's interested in the in the creative aspects mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. So sometimes she'd be like, who who writes the script? Or whatever? <laughs> you know, like stuff like that. So it's it's pretty cool. That's dope.
1: That is really dope. Um, so you talked about like doing it for the people, right? So what was that like actually coming up? And even now, like there's not that many well, at least from my perspective, there's not that many like black male porn stars, right? Like, like that are of quality. Let me say that of quality. There's a lot of trash out here, but like, what was that like coming up in the industry being maybe one of the the very few like black faces out there?
2: Well, I think in the, in the beginning, when I first started, I have to, there's a difference between like, when I first started, I was, it was survival for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was survival sex work. It's still, it's still survival now. But it was more survival in the sense of, like, I didn't know where I was going to lay my head some night. So, like, I got to do some kind of work to, to get food and, mm-hmm. and shelter, you know. So I think um, back then, it was like somebody – there was more things now that I can say, nah, I ain't fucking with that. Mm-hmm. Back then, it was kind of like, damn, like, this is one of those – kind of conversations that like, yo, y'all got to not say this. So y'all got to not say that. Uh-huh. And if they were like, well, we trying to say that and I'm like, "Fuck," then I guess I'm not eating tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's one of those kind of yeah. situations because I think in this industry, it's not regulated the way other things are, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it allows a whole lot of shit into it where you, people who have all the fuck, the, all their fucked up shit and they're going to bring it to this, to this space. So like, if you're a fucking racist, you're going to want to make racist movies because that that racism is your shit. You know what I mean? So I I think for me, when I got back into the industry, when Jasmine and I started Royal Fetish Films, we started it from a place of, we were doing our our fantasy flight parties, and black women, black men, black couples, you know, brown folk included, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like just people of color that were at our parties were like, how come black porn is so ass, you right. like, I mean, <laughs> know, right. it's like they spend no budget or there's no romance or I don't see black people kiss, or I only mm-hmm. see black men with white women or, you know, just run down the line of shit it's
0: straight to the fucking.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, there, there's, there's no creativity and there's not a lot of fetish unless we happen to be the fetish, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we were like, yo, let's, let's start something with the intention you know, not to exclude anybody, but to make some shit that black people can fuck to, be passionate about, you know, be kinky as fuck, and be proud of that, like, that's my porn. I mm-hmm. fuck with that right, shit right, right there because it represents me in, in a way that I want to be represented sexually, you know, so not to like, we wanted to make sure that the full range of, of black sexuality was represented and I think that in some aspects you know, it put the industry on notice that like, yo, we don't have to accept that bullshit. Right. And there are enough black people and people of color and even white folk that want to see beautiful black adult mm-hmm. entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Like, That don't want to see stereotypes, that want to see some production value, that want to see, you know, some kind of sapiosexual elements involved in it. And, and, you know, I think we've proven that. And I think it's been beautiful to kind of watch so many other um so many other black folk like, yeah, I don't have to fuck with this
0: racist company no more. We right. can make our own shit. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: It's very dope. And have you ever watched one of their films?
0: So the first time you told me about King Law, <laughs> I said, uh, well, that young lady looks uh, very um attractive. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> That's what it is. So I'm watching. I said, "Oh, he, wow, he's strong. <laughs> he's very strong." Okay, uh, okay. I can't quite do that anymore, but I I understand. I know why he went into that position. No, listen, brother. You you are very talented. I thank you. Thank you. I would have to do all the calisthenics in the world first before I tried some of the things you do. But listen, man. I'm a fan, bro. I the way that the one uh you showed me mm-hmm. that uh she was involved with y'all can't see the she was involved with. <laughs> but she showed me that one, and I'm just like, yo, man, that's that's fucking dope. Mm-hmm. You don't normally like you said, you don't normally see that. You don't see the time that's being put into these the the performance. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, you go on, you know, certain sites, you just hit the little uh, trail or teaser or yeah. whatever, and then you go right in the straight fucking, and some nut-ass, like, <laughs> hotel room or something. And it's like, I mean, granted, in my younger years, I wasn't much for the story. Right. I'll yeah. just be, I'll just admit it. I wasn't much for the story when I was in my early teens, you know, 20s or whatever. Well,
1: I think that's accurate. As we get older, yeah, the more now, we can appreciate like, the storyline. How did he even
0: get her, though? <laughs> like, she <laughs> bad than a motherfucker. How did he get her? Because that's where <laughs> niggas is stuck. We got to get her to get to this, and then we can use the tricks and trade that right. he's doing. But y'all bring it all. Y'all bring the story. Y'all bring the the, the whole element that I like real Real quick, I don't want to take up too much time, is, it's like, it ain't just fucking. Mm -hmm. It's It's sensual. It's an experience. It's like, again, acrobatic. It's, um, fuck, man, it's just like, damn, I want to fuck like that. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. It's like, I want to fuck like that. So- Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate yeah, No
2: doubt. And I, I think we try to have everything. Like, we definitely have some scenes where there ain't a storyline. We, oh, no, yeah. story. <laughs> you know, we have some that are a storyline. We have some that it's like, you know, we give you enough that you can make the storyline in your head. Yeah. Because I think that, that there's so many different things. Like, even the three of us, we might all say, like, hell yeah, I love, I don't know, head. Everybody's right. A head, right? But we're all going to say we like it in a different, different way, way yeah. you know what i'm saying so i think that it's trying to show like one of the things that we try to show is there's so many different ways to express yourself sexually there's so many ways to even wind up in that moment and then you know i like to be acrobatic just because i've i've always been that way with everything i was the motherfucker that's climbing on shit from <laughs> from when i was little you know what i'm saying but it's like um, we do always try to also show, like, but what would you do with? You know, what right, I'm saying how would right. how would you feel in that position or in that place? And I and I think that that's why, like, when we did the series that we did that 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 Jen was a part of, right, <laughs> we, um, we reached out to people who might not always be the the person. Like, people might not they think of Jen with sex, and they think of sex therapy, and they right. think of like relationship counseling and things like that. But they wouldn't always just be like, yo, porn. Depending
0: on yeah. you know they yeah. might look
2: at you and have their thoughts. Like, oh, don't totally. Wrong,
0: but you
2: know what
0: I'm saying. So, but reaching Especially out. Especially when she out here people. getting spanked with the little. Yeah, you know I mean,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I seen it.
0: it. I seen it.
1: King's the only my bad. one. My I didn't mean to cut King's you King's the off, only bro. one no, that can flog really me. I'm sorry. He just is the only one that will let flog me.
0: Real quick. So, but how like, did y'all? But how like in, Oh yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. But real quick. But like, but like in that
2: situation, we want to put the camera in in the hands of black women because there's not a lot of black women that are directors and and camera women in the adult film industry or in the hands of queer folk or in the hands of of of, uh, asexual person like what would an asexual person want to see in a porn scene so like we've done a whole lot of that as well as like our bigger like uh you know two camera people type of scene you know we try to have the full range because i'm a person like Sometimes I do want to see something where I'm like, damn, these motherfuckers had a crane shot and torn that. To right. Me. But then other times I'm like, I want to see some shit that Josh shot on your camera phone. Fuck that. I want to, I want to feel like I'm right there with you. So we try to have the full range because it's like, if you only have one look, you know, it's just as boring as only fucking one way. One way. You know what I'm saying? Like try to, try to have everything.
1: Yeah.
0: So speaking of, Jen's participation <laughs> oh, let's talk true. about it how did y'all meet how did y'all like hook up and work with each other become friends all
1: so fun fact I used to I followed King on Instagram and back when Instagram wasn't so censored King would like pull his dick out on camera on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> and beat that shit up against the camera and I would be like the fuck is doing that like i was like i need to know his name where time he out. lives
0: time out i got a question that was like four
2: instagrams
1: so, ago. so
0: all right so i get it i'd be in the crib just bored you know what i mean what what just made you wanna thump your you know I mean, on on the phone for the Instagram chicks?
2: That was definitely like, hey, come watch the rest of this on my website. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay. makes it. sense.
3: Yeah. No, because me
0: Instagram is a good commercial. Here's yeah. the thing, right? Me, I don't gotta have a website. I just get bored and I would thump my damn camera with my yum know saying, just so all the ladies could see it, see how thick it is, you know what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: Just say. I mean, he pretty much lured me in with that, oh, so he I got was you. like, "He yeah, got good. you." <laughs> I, I just was like, "Random day," and I was like. Who the hell is this? Because he's pretty bold and I like that confidence. So right. I started like I followed you anyway, and then he started doing that shit. So then I would like set my notifications
0: for when nah. he was on. He posted another one. I'll be right back. Right.
1: So um, and then like I was like, Oh, he's definitely got my heart now because he's a Steelers fan. So oh, I was like, <laughs> So I was like, okay, how can I get to meet him? When I'm, like, not interested, like, I'm not, like, right. I'm not, like, somebody who's trying to be in the industry, but I'm, like, I need to meet him. So, luckily yeah. enough, I was on a uh, Hot 105 FM and, um, in Miami, right. and so I was, like, oh, this will be perfect. I can just ask him to come on the show
0: he yo he, <laughs> when the perks of the job come through Word. It, was
1: like, it was dope and it just like worked out because one i didn't expect him to respond so quickly right he like responded quickly and like we had just like a quick conversation about like hey like would you like to be on like an fm shit radio show and he was like that kind of worked out he was already going to be in town shooting some stuff right and so i was like all right dope and then He came to the studio, and I was like, oh, my gosh. He came, and he brought, like, all his floggers. And I was like, oh, this is. My
0: man came prepared. Yeah, he came prepared.
1: And I was like, because I didn't really know what to expect. But I just was like, I just wanted to see him in person. And so he brought all his floggers. And then, like, we had this great dialogue during the the radio show. Mm -hmm. And then he's, I I think the girl, Jill, Jill Tracy, was like, oh, you should probably flog somebody in the station. And I know
0: you jump right out your damn seat.
1: I don't know if I volunteered <laughs> or if I was volunteered, <laughs> but in any way, I got flogged on air,
0: hey. bent over a chair,
1: hey. and I'm like, I'm like this, and he's in in the back flogging me, and I'm like describing what it feels like the whole time, and that, that was my first so, experience. Was sexy
0: though. I was about to say. <laughs> Listen, I you're my girl, but the way you just described it, it's like, you know what I mean? You had the mic in the front, right. get flogged Inside in the, the back. back. Hey, that looked like a great scene to me. I'm just saying. I, I don't agree. know. I agree. <laughs> it
1: was crazy. But f-
0: real quick, Dabs to you, because I wouldn't have had the confidence to reach out to my, like, you know... I'm a fan of a few young ladies. Let's just say Capri Styles. But, you know what I mean? I'm a fan of a few. I would not have never just hit her up on her page like, yo, I, got this radio show. You should come
1: through. <laughs> I just had to because, like, King was, like, he was, like, he was more than porn. Like... Right. And anyone who knows him or, like, follows him knows that, like, he's more than that. He's, like, an intellect. He is a teacher. He's an educator. Like, you know, like he was all these other things. Right. So, I knew that, like, he was more than just about that. And right. then he was also a Steelers fan. And other Steelers fans just understand That's each second other. second time y'all it's Steelers <laughs> bullshit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> ain't gonna be, ain't gonna be too many more Steelers.
1: So, you know, and then the friendship just kind of grew from there. And then... It was probably like oh, it's crazy because we were. I was just on King's show a couple weeks ago. We were like, "Gosh, it's been like four or five years that we've known each other already."
2: Yeah, yeah. So been A minute, and yeah. the, and the cool thing, the cool thing was at that time I was shooting a lot in Miami, so I'd be like, especially if it was you know season time, I'd be like, "Yo, let's watch a game and shit, <laughs> grab some food." So you know, like we we just chopped it up a lot, yeah, and and also you know, Jen and her roommate would be like, yo, you could crash here. So, hey. you know, we just, we just got super cool. And, yeah. and I, and it's, it's definitely one of those kind of things where it's like, because of, because of what, what Jen do, what I do, you know, it does, it does work itself very well to us being able to support one another yeah. and, and the ventures that we doing, you know what I'm saying? And, and I think that that's really important, especially in the industry, because I think you know porn is an industry all to itself but but just adult entertainment mm-hmm. or sex education mm-hmm. it's important that they all uh kind of intermingle and in and weave themselves into one another because yeah. there are a lot of people out there who unfortunately you know aren't able to get sex ed in school mm-hmm. so they look to porn and it's important that you know porn performers and and directors and companies actually acknowledge the fact that there are people who look to us for some sort of education. So we do have to present proper things on screen or at least present, you know, uh, like it's a fantasy, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, let people know, like there are ways to do this, that is safe for you. And there are ways to do this, that it is not
1: safe for you as well. Totally. And so when I had the opportunity to actually like be a camera woman for, for Royal fetish films, it was, it was an awesome experience, not just because, I got to watch people fucking person. No, that
0: would be like,
1: that's <laughs> on my bucket list but, just
0: to watch a porn being filmed. But it was dope.
1: great for me as a therapist because now, like, I can go back and talk to clients right. who, you know, like, take, like, they really start to live in those fantasies. And I'm like, okay, like, we got to decipher, like, what is real right. for you versus what is the, you know, and it's like, but well, in there, they did that for the 45 minutes. I was like, first of all, it was like really 10 minutes.
0: <laughs> right. That <laughs> thing just, is like, looped, my brother. It was
1: cut into <laughs> segments. It's like, you know, I'm, like, able to give a little bit more perspective of, like, what people are wrapped in. One when, when my clients wait, wait, are, like... We don't
0: be looping stuff. No, oh, y'all don't guys, be looping?
1: No. They don't loop
0: Mm-mm. stuff. Come out, man. <laughs> I watched a two-hour movie you did, bro. I ain't watched a whole two hours, but it was a long movie.
2: But that's another thing that, that I think is, um, that we did try to do because, like, a lot of times when we at first started, they we were, like, you know, porn scenes are supposed to be, uh... I don't know what they say, like 20 minutes long or something mm. like that. And it was like, but not all the time when you're fucking, do you want it to it right. that fast? Or, you know, also I think a lot of, a lot of porn completely leaves out a woman's pleasure, you know? And some all women, some women come fast, some women take longer and it shouldn't only be like, Oh, the scene's over. If the man comes, mm. you know, then, then it's like, well, what about, making sure that the woman is pleased as well, you know? So we try to come into a lot of our scenes, like if it's a quickie, it's a quickie. If it's a marathon, it's a marathon. And we're going to find a way to edit it and make it, make it something beautiful for the people, you know? And, and I think like, especially the first scene that, that, uh, Jen was the camera woman Mm -hmm. on for us. Like there was, it was in a location in Miami that was not a, not for porn. Like <laughs> was, shout out, shout out to, to the cookie watch. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, they, they are a sex friendly site, but, um, you know, we had to get everything set up, you know? And that's, that's one thing like when, when they, when there's porn and you're thinking about people wanting to live in that fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, are you gonna spend time to disinfect and wipe off <laughs> <Right>. the <laughs> right. shit that you're about to fuck on? <laughs> right. No? Well then you shouldn't fuck on that shit then. <laughs> right. Like, that's right. Right. So so think about the fantasy. You have to prepare the fantasy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or like some of the things that we did in that, like Barbie is a uh Redhead Barbie is a professional. She does um she does shows and and live entertainment where mm-hmm. she basically shoots fire from from her pussy.
0: Right. That is a very attractive feat. Let me tell you, <laughs> it is an amazing feat.
3: She it's has, crazy to see it in person. She is
2: amazing, but yeah. at the same time, like if you know Barbie, you'll know that she's spent years practicing that. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying she has some burn marks on her body, right? From you know practicing to get this woman. perfect. Mm-hmm. She, so she's super petite, a punch, yeah. though. Right? No,
0: I, oh, you know I've seen it. I've seen it. But
2: it's like in 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 that sense, you know. I wouldn't suggest for somebody to pick right. up a right. torch <laughs> right. and, and, and an aerosol can <laughs> and just start trying to blow fire out there. Right. You know what like I mean? let's like, be responsible.
1: Yeah. It was crazy even for us to thing. watch it. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. to see her do it's, it, it. was important
2: crazy. to like, you know, same time for, you know, some of those acrobatics that we might do, you know, just as you said, calisthenics and things like that, like, you gotta you gotta get your body right for certain things or mm-hmm. you might you might hurt yourself or no, like, hey, this is a glass table. I, <laughs> I shouldn't try to plank on that shit. Right, you know right, I mean? right. You know, like and I think sometimes people just they don't they don't take the whole situation into perspective. And mm-hmm. that's that's one of the things that we try to teach with BDSM is like, you know, uh negotiating a scene and that scene might not be a porn scene. It might not be cameras, but it might be the things that you and your partner want to try together. And and there's, for some reason in, in society that we live in, there's like this idea that if you have a conversation prior to sex, that somehow it's not as romantic or as passionate, like you're just supposed to magically know mm-hmm. what yeah. somebody you've never fucked before is into or not into. And that's where a lot of people run into a a, a bad spot because it's like, whoa, 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 your finger ain't meant to go in there. Sure right. out, you know what I'm saying? But if y'all <laughs> talked about it first, you would know like, yeah, your tongue is fine. Your finger is not. You know right. what I mean? Like then you would know, oh, okay, so I could do this, but not that. And, and a lot of times with the scenes that we do, we have thorough conversations beforehand. Like for example, like if Barbie just showed up and was like, yo, I'm going to spit flames from my pussy, and I wasn't prepared for that shit, I wouldn't have this mustache today. (laughs) So it's like, okay, well, what do I need to do? Like, How far back do I need to be in order to make this work, and and how can we then get it in the frame of the shot? And this, that, and the other, because it's funny when we first found out about Barbie, Jazz is the one who was like, I don't care what else y'all do, but she gotta shoot that fire. <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine said that shit from Jump. Right. You know, the fire gotta be in it, no yeah. matter what. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's like, okay, so how are we gonna make this work? And and that is something that is mm-hmm. important in your real life relationship. If
0: you like Absolutely. Yo, maybe
2: when I come home, I want you to do this thing with this fire. We gotta set it up right so that we mm-hmm. don't burn our house down.
0: You know what I mean? Man, listen, when you talk about preparation, I got some stories. <laughs> Broke some beds. <laughs> Couple couches, yeah, hey, man.
1: Yeah.
0: That you got a plan? Yeah, you got a plan.
1: It was crazy when, because when it was like one thing for King to ask me to film, but I was like, wait, we're gonna, I'm going to shoot this girl shooting fire right. on a pussy. Like, I was like, wow, I was like, I was like, these are some serious ass stakes. I was like, is this a typical day? Like, I'd yeah, like-, like
0: I'd have probably been like, so hold on, y'all do this on. All y'all okay. sure
1: Yeah, I was like, this like is, this is what y'all do. Typical. And it was crazy because, like, you—it's a lot of with that particular scene. Like, literally, there was no like real furniture, so like we had to like use tables and light candles, and then and then we had to make sure like the smoked alarms wasn't going to go off or like the sprinkler. Like, it was a lot. Of, Not once did I like, think about
0: smoke alarms, <laughs> right? Like
1: all these moving parts, like the the lights, like you—it's a lot of moving yeah. parts to to consider, and like. Um, you know, and you ha- and King is absolutely right. There's a lot of conversation like especially because I was it was my first time shooting. I really had to ask a lot of questions and he was explaining a lot to me of like what it was going to be like. It was just the three of us, which I thought like in my mind it would be like a whole set. But the three of us may took the anxiety out. I was like, yeah. oh, all right, that's cool. Until I realized, oh shit, I'm gonna be the only camera. Yeah, person. there you go, right there.
0: <laughs> you getting all angles,
1: right? I was like, oh my gosh, that's even more pressure. But it was like, you oh, did great. Thank Yo, you. Thank amazing, you. right?
0: You did. <laughs> amazing. I've,
2: had, I've definitely had some guest camera people who were also really, really nervous for the same reason. Yeah. Like, wait, y'all don't have the professional on this, <laughs> but I do find the time that we've had a professional and then the person that was the guest. Yeah. And the guest was like, oh, I forgot to press record. <laughs> you got a professional here. I don't need to do that. You know what I'm what? saying? So it's like we, we, or people felt even more like, I don't know where to be because I don't want yeah. to be in the cameraman's shot, way yeah. or this. So it's like we want to give you free range to yeah. feel comfortable where you are. And I and I think you did really good. Like, I didn't have to put no crazy, like, stabilizer edits on there or <laughs> yeah. uh, No crazy things like your foot wasn't in it and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? We definitely had some that that have been tougher to edit than others. And that that one was super smooth.
1: Well, I just kept thinking about that, too, is like, one, Steph and I went to college together. We were both communications majors. So we worked on a TV set and did cameras and lighting and sound and all that shit for so long. So, like, I thought about that all about different things. Like when I was walking around and wanting to make sure I got the shots because I knew that you had to edit it, you know? And I was like, King is my friend. I don't want to fuck this up. Right. This is also his business and I don't want to fuck this up. So, you know, but there was yeah. conversations though with Barbie I had about things that like she, I'm like, I asked her like, how do you want to look? You know, is there anything mm. that you don't want me angles? Like women, like we're, we're conscious about our bodies and we like certain areas to be shown off of rather than others. And like, so I wanted to make sure that the the lighting was soft, you know, like. And for me, the way I like to see porn shot is like I like to see the shape of the woman's body and like Mm -hmm. two bodies together, and and just like the movement and the passion. And so I wanted to capture that because like I seen King fuck a lot, so I was like, I already know (laughs) it. I I kind of know what he's gonna look like, but I don't know what she's gonna look like. So I wanted to just make sure I got all of that. And then we got this like amazing money shot. Cause she can just like come on demand, and it was like squared on demand, and it was like crazy, and Brother. yeah, it was like magic. But that in that particular scene, there was a storyline. The second one, there wasn't a storyline. Although I didn't Mm-mm. really know I was going to shoot that day, so it was kind of like a yeah, surprise.
2: Well, that <laughs> one wound up being like, uh, oh shit! This other person had to go handle something for their family. <laughs> 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 like, I need your help. <laughs> but it's it's funny because with the first one, like. Barbie and I didn't even know each other. We yeah. had never met in person. You know, we, we got connected from a brother, Swalve shout out, you know, and he was just like, yo, y'all got to work together. Y'all, y'all, y'all make some fire together. And and it wound up being that. And it was just like, you know, I, I think people so much people, people tend to like separate the humanity or separate the fact that it's people that are in these scenes but then like afterwards they kind of relate themselves to it. So I think when you do actually bring out the humanity and, and show the personalities of the people involved and all of that other stuff, then it does let people know at home, like, yo, I, however it is that, that I fuck, I can make that shit mm-hmm. yeah. just live and just yeah. lit with my partner, you know, in my own time, in my own space, you know, and that, and that's what we trying to do. We want to uh, inspire other people to have the best sex of their lives and, feel as good as humanly possible.
0: So, see, that's what I'll be talking about right there. <laughs> he said it. Like, but I, it I feel like away, people,
3: Steph? I don't think feel, so. I feel like,
0: so, I have discussions with women, you know, I've dated with my, you know, fiance and all mm-hmm. that. Like, yo, I want our sex to be great every time. Mm-hmm. Now, is it going to be great every time? No, nah, you know, you get little distractions here and there. But, I want that shit to be 90% of the time Mm -hmm. the best sex we've ever had. Mm -hmm. And I get it. That's a lofty goal. But it's achievable if you understand each other, if you know what each other Mm -hmm. likes, if you know what each other's like spots and certain, you know. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you want to shoot it so you can show the woman's body. Man, you don't know how many times I got so mad at the damn porn when they go when I'm about to, you know what I'm saying, and they go right to my man nutsack from the bottom. Like I don't want to see that. Like show me the woman, man. I want to hear her the screaming, though, like I- redheaded Barbie. Oh my god, her screams, my brother. <laughs> Listen, you are better than me. I wouldn't have lasted more than two minutes on that set. Hey, I, I could have had a Red Bull and a Viagra And I wouldn't have lasted more than two minutes On that set I don't know hes a,
1: I mean you could
0: ask him how he lasts so long I don't, I don't know. know That's what I wanted I don't want to be all in my man's personal business But if you want to know My questions are How the fuck do y'all fuck so long How Do y'all ever really just be meeting these chicks And just be like Yo damn I'm fucking hurt Oh, shorty, bad, bad. <laughs> or do you be like, damn, yo, you cool as shit. You want to keep fucking afterwards? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, does that really happen?
2: It does. Um, and everybody's different. You know, right. uh, I know for me, I feel like every almost every person I've ever worked with, unless they was like, like I've definitely had a couple people I worked with that they was trash human beings. Right. But like, 95% of the people I've worked with in, in, and it's good because I mean, I, it's my company. So I, I get to, you know, um, with, with my partner Jasmine, we get to look for people that we want to work with. Right. You know, it's different sometimes when I'm hired by other companies, I don't really have no say, but I've actually lucked out in that kind of area as well that I, they, they put me with people cause I have a certain kind of like, I'm gonna look people up because I learned early mm, in this yeah. industry, you know, they be trying to do you dirty sometimes. Right. You know, and and I have a hard limit. I don't fucking I don't fuck with racists. I don't fuck with xenophobic, uh LGBTQIA phobic people like I'm not gonna work with you because I don't wanna be like, damn, I fuck this person and they, you know, tweet and stop the steal or some shit yeah. on their fucking Twitter, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like um there are people that you do meet though that you're just like, Yo, you super cool. Like we had a good ass time and then, you know, like maybe we'll we'll be like, Yo, we gotta work together again or go grab a bite to eat or something like that after and, and there's a lot of people in the industry that that I am cool with, like awesome like, yo, I'm in town, let's go let's go catch a flick or something, whatever, you know? Um and then there's definitely people that I've been on set with, like, holy shit, you look so much like you look fucking amazing. Like right, you right. bad as fuck on your social media, but in person, like, god damn. Yeah. <laughs> that definitely that definitely happens as well. Um, and it's like those kind of those kind of instances where it's just like, oh shit, I gotta I got to put in this work today. Right, right. I can't slouch. (laughs) But I feel that way all the time, though, because I feel like it's it's recorded. Like, I don't ever want to be... You don't want to have that bad night, man. I feel you. you. Be shooting bricks and shit. But I um, I think for me, when it comes to lasting, for me, pleasing others is what pleases me the most. And I know how my body feels when I'm about to bust. So if I'm a if I'm like, oh shit, I'm I'm too close, yeah. then I'll change up my stroke. Yep. Or you know, I'll I'm a, I'm gonna eat your pussy for a minute and, yep. and calm <laughs> calm my body down. You know, and I think I think those are things, you know, for men, period. Like across the board, and this goes with sex to how we live our lives to to moments of conflict, men we have to learn to control ourselves. Yeah. And, and in all these kinds of situations, it's really about uh, uh, exhibiting self control. So it's like, trust me, trust me, trust me, anybody that's listening, if you want to have the, the, especially dudes, if you want to have the best orgasm of your life, learn how to control yourself to stop yourself mm. from having an orgasm. If that because ain't the, the real shit I ever heard. The more you edge and the more you build up, not only will you be able to find, like now I don't always have to stop. Like, I know if I feel like I'm going to have an orgasm, I know I can focus. And now I've learned to have orgasms through my body without busting a nut. And that has that's come through time of being able to control myself from, you know, from from ejaculating. But that does come from times when I'm like, all right, I'm going to stop. I'm going to step back. Now, the other difference is when, when we're filming, like, let's say we're on a super big set, you know, like, where it's two, three cameras, they're going to switch up the angle, da, da 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 like, you might be fucking for two hours total, right. but it's going to be, like, five minutes, 10 minutes, stop, yeah. 15 yeah. minutes, stop, let's change the camera, change the lighting, change the this, change the that. So you do have to learn how to kind of, like, control yourself and edge yourself and, like, all right, it's like right. we, we're stopping for a second. I don't got to be rock hard right now. Let me just relax and not not stress my body out, mm-hmm. and then get hard again for when they say "all right, rolling." You know what I'm saying? And that shit did is that, that shit is not easy,
3: <laughs>
0: right? That How is not do easy. That? Like
2: that's that's one of them things that for for people who are in this, you know that. And I look at you know cats that have been doing this longer than me that they in their fifties now right. still performing. I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, you have you have mental control, you have physical control. Over yourself. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like if you when people think that this is an easy job, it's not an easy job, Mm-mm. especially when you got 20, 30 people staring at you like, come on.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
2: <laughs> come on, you fucking know what? Like we got lives to get home to. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it, it is it is something where it's like I think it the job might not be for everybody, but the lessons of, of self-control and then harnessing your orgasmic power. Can be learned from this industry, especially for men, because men think that sex is supposed to be like I get my rocks off and that's it. Where mm-hmm. basically you might as well have just masturbated. Right, be <laughs> not be yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's not
0: fun. That's <laughs> not fun. You know, man. Listen, I got I got way too many questions. <laughs> yes, for this for this uh, <laughs> episode, no,
2: it's, all, it's all good, man. I'm I'm if we if we don't get to all your questions this time, man. I'm I'm always down to come back. Hey,
0: know? man, I'm with it you ain't yeah. got to you ain't got to tell me twice,
1: <laughs> yeah because we they had he had a lot of a lot of questions he was asking me, and I'm like, I don't know everything like so you, you have to ask let me himself. let me
0: just say, young stuff at 17, 18 was like, yo, I think I can do porn, <laughs> I just need the chance and on this uh, you know this uh podcast we had this i got a story to tell I'm gonna make it real quick mm-hmm. i was just talking to a friend, and next thing you know, he introduces me to somebody that does porn. It was more on the pimp type stroll. Yeah, you know I mean, he had a house with chicks with camp soda and all that other stuff. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean to just throw them out there, but you know, it is what it is. And he was like, "Look, if you're really trying to get down, you can just perform on there. You get a certain cut of the, you know what I mean, proceeds and this and that." And then I was just like, "Yeah." I ain't as confident as I thought I was. <laughs> when well, you had the opportunity. Now, like, I actually have to perform. Mm-hmm. And at that time in my life, I just, I, I didn't have a good batting average, is what I'm saying. My average, it goes up and down. You know, the dog days of summer. You know what I mean? Shit just happened. Listen, most days, I was shooting 85, 85% from the free throw line. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's days where you just miss every goddamn one. And that day I missed every goddamn one. So it is what it is. But,
1: and King yet was at 18, just starting.
0: So you're just going to shit on
1: young Steph.
0: It's okay. I
2: don't know. It's, it's, it's okay. Because it's like, you know, the first, the first time I was ever filmed, and I wish I could find it, but I'm pretty sure it was just a rich dude that was just paying people. Right. To fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, and filming it, but who knows where that shit ever went? Mm-hmm. The first time I ever shot a scene, I was so excited to be there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was so hyped to be there. I could not bust a nut. Like, I was. was just like, <laughs> they're like, okay, we're ready for that. Come right, like, like, let's go.
3: Like,
2: <laughs> I'm still fucking. You know what I'm saying? And it and it and it's funny because it it took. Finally relaxing and like Shorty was using a, a like one of those super like high powered jackhammer wands oh, on her man. pussy and like rubbing that shit on my on my shaft and all that and I had never used like a toy like what? that before so like finally like I was I was able to nut or whatever and I remember and and I'm glad I got this lesson on my first set like the director the producer whatever they was like you know that shit took too long. Right, right. But me and Shorty, we was both like, yo, that shit is lit. A great fucking time. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we might want to hang out again. Tonight, right, you right, know right. What I'm saying? And and that's when I realized that, you know, the people who might be producing and putting this shit together mm-hmm. don't exactly have pleasure in mind.
3: Yeah. Right.
2: And that's why, like, when Jazz and I, this is, and, and, and that was 10 years before me and Jasmine started, started Royal Fetish Films, right? So, but I knew this at a young age, and I knew even when I had left the industry for a little while, I knew like the porn that I wanted to see mm-hmm. was pleasure based, yeah. not just like, hey, we're gonna just have this to have it. You know what I'm saying? Like we're gonna we're gonna actually enjoy ourselves, and hopefully, the people who watch enjoy it too. And I and I think that that's that's why now the performance aspect of it. Isn't, isn't as pressured
3: mm-hmm. because
2: I know what we're trying to film is something that's, that's about pleasure instead of just like just getting it done. And I think that there are, you know, when I talk to other male performers and shit, like, yo, that shit is wild pressure to have somebody, the director on your shoulder like, can you get hard for me? Right. like, no, I,
0: I'm not getting hard for <laughs> Like, I mean, send, send oh, somebody more attractive over with a soothier voice. <laughs> and, and
2: but I mean, but at the same time, even if it's on a gig set, you know what I'm saying? Those two pro- male performers are not fucking the director. Right. So right. it's not the director's place to really be on somebody's over their shoulder like mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? So like, we're really trying to work to make our sets even more performer friendly and more pleasure based by like okay you need a minute you know we going to give right. you some space you know um here, like you know if you need to get on your phone and watch something or you know what i'm saying there's like a lot of different ways to do that shit instead of just being like hey motherfucker like i got i want to beat traffic you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know so it's 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 really about trying to change the 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 scope of what the industry is and change the idea of pleasure. Because there there are a lot of times now, like let's say, you know, younger you might have might have been in a in a situation where you just needed somebody to be like, you know, we're gonna give you a minute right. to like get in your zone or whatever. But it's like, you know, if you in a spot where it's like, yo, You're on the clock. Let's get it. And that's basically how it was.
0: It was like, yo. But then later
2: on, you might, because if you're like, oh, shit, well, I batted a thousand at this one. The next time you go on a set and it might be that kind of set where they're like, yo, what's up? You're like, I've done this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a lot about confidence and stuff like that, both for male performers and, and female performers.
1: Very dope. I I just, I I literally, we could talk to King for hours because he has such good content. But King, can we, before we wrap up, we just leave everybody like a gem about being a good lover. You and I had this conversation a couple weeks ago on your show about just being a good lover. Can you just drop some gems on them on ways that they could be a good lover to their partner?
2: Oh, man. I I definitely believe in asking questions, Mm -hmm. you know, you can make them sexy questions if you want. You know what I'm saying? You could you could say it in your sexiest voice or you could sex it to your partner. But I think it's important to know that every single person is constantly evolving and constantly changing. So, you know, your partner that you with right now, they wasn't into the same shit they into now five years ago and they won't be into the same shit five years from now. So you want to grow with them. You want to allow them the space to grow as well. And, you know... Keep evolving with them, you know, and when you ask questions, they will let you know. And sometimes it's also paying attention to body language as well, too. Like, you know, your partner, their body will tell you the things that they're into also. But it's it's, it's really just about just gaining as much knowledge <laughs> as you possibly can. You know, like the more the more you know about how to please your partner, the more you know about what pleases you, you know, mm-hmm. I think, I think a lot of times we think, Oh, I'm in a relationship. So I'm not going to explore new shit for me, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like, yo, during this pandemic, I have found more ways to jerk off <laughs> than <laughs> I ever thought of imaginable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, you know, I, I have a partner. We've, we've been in the same space and we've been fucking throughout, throughout yeah. quarantine. But at the same time too, since I have fans who like to watch me do solo content, I'm like, Y'all, I'm in the same space. I got to. A- right. So I'm like, what if I turn my hand over? Oh, <laughs> you
3: know I mean?
2: like, real talk. Like, it's, it's. I think it's important. And, and I, I know, Jen, you was talking about it as well on, on the show. Just like, yo, what if I masturbate in the sunlight? What if mm-hmm. I try it in this spot or this yeah. spot or whatever? And it's like, you'll find out things that please you that now you can share with your partner.
1: Totally. You know what
2: I'm saying? Like. Yo, I did this fucking rhythm. Let's try this rhythm together. Mm-hmm. Or I use this toy, let's try this toy together. And I think the more things that you do, that's what keeps your relationship and your sex life fresh is just being like, yo, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just try new shit. Mm-hmm. Right. And you don't always have to be like, yo, I tried this thing, and eh, it wasn't for me. But the good thing about learning that is now you're like, I also know what I don't like.
3: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: So, I know I didn't like that. But this isn't that. So I can try this new thing, too, you know?
1: Absolutely.
2: Sex is fun, man. Have a good time and explore as much as possible.
1: So definitely. Definitely. Well said. Well, King, will you tell everyone where they can find you?
2: Yes, you can Google me while you're at work, especially <laughs> while your boss is in the same room as you, K-I-N-G-N-O-I-R-E. Don't worry. It'll bring some really sexy shit on your computer that your boss likes, too, because they already know who I am. But you can, <laughs> but you can find me, royalfetishxxx.com, kingnoirxxx.com. Uh, I forget my name on Instagram, because like I said, I'm on like my fourth or fifth I one now. think it's like real king. I think it's the real King War because there's a whole mm-hmm. bunch of fake ones out there. Do not answer any of the fake ones' messages. I don't know where they're from or what they're doing, but it ain't their shit. Um, Twitter, at King Noir. OnlyFans, at King Noir. And I think that's a whole lot of shit right there for y'all to go search. So, Yeah. Holla at me. Definitely. I do actually answer my messages just like Jen said.
0: He and
1: does. we'll definitely post all your
0: info in the uh, description.
1: No, he definitely oh, does the answer. But man. thank you so much, King. We thank just you for having me. We love that you gave us some time today and uh, just educated our listeners. And definitely we'll have to do a part two because there's lots of stuff to still get into.
0: And we're, we're definitely going go out of here with some of King Noir's music, uh, Pali Sutra.
2: <laughs> oh, available on all platforms.
0: substitute, now let me kiss you, while you place
3: your hand where she won, she's got me in the back, two on the side, you on the front, now here come the sun,
0: they say one's fun, two's double, three's fantastic.
2: Loving lust. BDSM, you like it rough. Our cucks just love. Watching us fuck close up. Wife covered in up, her husband there to clean it up. Nasty as we gotta be, breaking the monotony, cosplay menagerie, all out debauchery. We share so well, sister wives and sons.